This is Big Tasty Sports. Welcome to NFL Week 2. This is the best bet show coming back for the second week. Hopefully you had a good first week in the NFL and made some money overall on the show. Picks went pretty well. So the confidence level three picks were five and three. Level two were four and two. And level one were 0 and four. So that was the rough one. Most of those were picks people made at plus money. Uh, A couple of those were the Jaguars plus money, which came close to coming through. But we're going to look to turn that one around, but keep rolling on the others. Had had a few of the guys who, who crushed it, man. Kevin Himes swept. Got all three picks correct. Yanni from the Bet Crushers and then uh, Phil, Nason's Cash with Flash, two and one uh, on their weeks. So really some good stuff and coming back and getting stronger in week two. Before we get into the best bets, want to plug a couple things. So number one, on Sunday evenings between the last afternoon game and the Sunday night game, streaming a look ahead show. The reality is, and you're going to hear it throughout this show as well, a lot of the best lines are available as soon as they come out. And if you don't jump on them right away, they move and you can still get decent lines. And we're, you know, the picks that people are making on here, we make those picks with the lines as they are when the pick is made. So we're not giving you the lines that we got a day or two or three ago. However, jumping on some of those lines early is a big way to make some money. One of the things I'll even do sometimes is if I like something, I'll put down one unit on it and then I'll, you know, research it more, think about things and decide if I want to put another unit on it. Or if the line moves enough, I may even come back with a unit on the other side if I don't feel as confident. And it's a way of sort of hedging out or middling. So um, just encourage you to tune into that stream. It's on YouTube too. So would love to have you join and comment what you're thinking about the lines, what you thought about the action from the day. Hope to make that kind of a fun show. Also, make sure you check out the description, whether you're on YouTube or listening on the podcast. Uh, I have all of the Twitter handles for the people that are on this show in the description. And there's just so much good content uh, from these guys. I say guys for now because we don't have any girls so far. Uh, If we do, I will. Or I'm from the Midwest, so we say guys for everybody. Uh, That covers everyone. So that's where I'm coming from with it. But make sure you're following those people because, again, I'm not going to go through all the stuff that everybody's doing, but there's just so much good content, variety of content from the guys that are on there that you really should be following them. You're going to be missing out if you don't. So check out the show description. Also, really want to... you know, build more of community and and get some comments. So if you're watching this on YouTube, would love to hear what you think. Again, the Sunday night one will be a live stream. This best bet show is is recorded, but please leave a comment. Definitely subscribe. Appreciate that. Leave a review, retweet it on Twitter, all that stuff. Really appreciate it. I know some of you are already doing that. Um, So thank you so much for that. Also, we do have to celebrate a little bit. Um, my background. Now, if you're on the podcast, you can't see it. Let me, oh, I got to move this way. But if you're watching this video, you can see it. When the Vikings beat the Packers, you celebrate. Because it just doesn't happen that often. And especially when you have a player like Justin Jefferson, who looks like the shit. Hopefully he will continue to be. I'm pretty sure he will. So we went with the Vikings background. Also, I'm actually traveling this week. So I'm recording from different places. But big win for the Vikings. We'll see if they can make it two in a row. Less confident on that. 
But that said, got a good lineup of, of cappers for you again here. Let's get into the picks. It's always good to be back with Yanni. Uh, Yanni Strong, uh, two and one. And the one last week was that faded plus money Jacksonville Jaguars pick that we both made. Uh, when you're forced into plus money sometimes, you know, it can be tough. But uh, strong on the other picks. And I know, um, you know, on your on your website, the Bet Crushers, you, you had a lot of good stuff last week. It was a pretty good week for you overall, right? It was. We we finished four and one with our posted play, so pretty happy about that. And and yeah, you know, I think the disappointing thing about our plus money pick here is realistically, it, it looked like that was going to come home. So you yeah, know, you're right. It's left. I'm feeling pretty good about that. And then uh, the Jaguars did what the Jaguars do, and and it that's didn't what happen. they do. Yeah. Yep. Well, hey, before we jump into the picks, I just um. You know, you have a lot of wisdom. You've been doing this with the NFL for a while. And so just wanted to hear first, like as we move from week one to week two, are there any kind of changes that you're making and how you approach things uh, moving into the second week? Or, or how do you think about that? Yeah, good question. To be honest with you, I think one of the, for me, at least one of the more important things is not to get caught up with too much overreaction. Um, it's really easy to downgrade a team based on a horrible performance or, you know, conversely upgrade a team on maybe a good performance. I think you look at some of those teams that we expected to be weaker. We look at the bears, we look at the Seahawks, we look at the Falcons and, you know, it's like, wow, these teams did pretty well. And you got to ask, is that sustainable or was that, Hey, opening weekend hype and everybody's fired up and a couple of those teams were at home and, you know, and that kind of a thing. So I don't want to overreact too much. What I'm really looking at from week one to week two is, Offensive line play. I think that's a huge driver for success. And, and I like to kind of match the offensive line play with good quarterback play. Um, we obviously know who the elite quarterbacks are, but you kind of want to see some of those other that next tier to see what are you getting from them. But, but to be honest with you, I haven't adjusted much on my end other than looking individually at the teams and maybe doing a slight tick up or a slight tick down. But nobody moves substantially. Now, if we see a team, for example, like the Rams, if they look bad again this week, or we talked about the Packers, if they look bad again, I think at that point we have to say, all right, you know, now the sample size is growing and we might need to adjust a little bit. But for now, I'm, I'm not doing a whole lot in terms of adjustment. Yep. That makes a ton of sense to me. I, I've been amazed this week, listening to even some of the big time national shows, how much overreaction there is yeah. uh, from people. And, and it makes a ton of sense to me, all the work you put in before the season and others to not just toss it out the window because of one game. So Absolutely. All right. it, it, look, they're paid to do that, right? They're not paid to necessarily pick winners. How you get so the it's, listeners, it's, right? Yeah, it's a little different. Yep. That said, let me just say that Green Bay is going to go winless this year. That's where I'm going. You know, I mean, can't get much work, right? You could so. probably get some nice odds on that if you uh, if you want to bet that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And Buffalo's winning every game by 20. That's the other thing we know. I like that. <laughs> yep. All right, man. Well, hey, let's. Uh, let, without further ado, let's jump into the plays for this week. What's up first for you? I, you know, I think my my favorite play, and it's crazy, when I went through my plays this week, all both of them are ugly, and then my plus money pick is is probably not one I would recommend. So all three of my <laughs> all three of my picks are a little bit uh, you know questionable here, but I feel pretty good about them. Um, the first one I want to go with is I like the Detroit Lions this week at home. Um, right now they're sitting at minus two and a half. It opened I think closer to a pick. Uh, okay. But they're at minus two and a half and obviously still under the key number three there. I'm a believer in this Lions team. I thought they battled back against a very good Philadelphia team that, you know, I'm high on. 
Um, and I'm still not a believer in Washington. I know they came back. They won that game. Wentz was kind of Wentz. He, he threw for some yards. He threw four touchdowns, but he also threw a couple bad picks. I mean, kind of <laughs> what you get with him. Um, and I, but I think in this game, Detroit's at home again, and I think they're going to be able to outscore them. So I think in, in what I'm anticipating to be a high scoring game, I also toyed with the idea of the over, but in what I think is going to be a high scoring game, I like Detroit. I think they can win this game. I think obviously under the key number of three, I'm going to give them a shot. Okay. I like it. And that speaks to what you said about offensive line play too. Cause I think we saw them really do very well against Philadelphia's D line in week one. So there's a reason to think that that all line is, is going to continue to be strong. So for sure. Okay. Awesome. Uh, what, what's play number two? Another kind of ugly one. Um, a little bit, a little bit different though. So I am going to fade the Houston Texans team total. Okay. Um, so right now you can get under 17 and a half. Um, so you're kind of under the key 17 number there. They're going to be going into Denver, a Denver team that I think is going to be a little bit fired up after what wasn't a great showing on Monday night football. I mean, obviously they had some miscues and a lot of penalties, of course, the turnovers. But what I saw in the second half was a Denver defense that I expected to see really from the get-go. I think when we see Denver, they didn't play a lot of starters in the preseason, and maybe it took them just a little bit to get going there. Seattle actually looked good offensively in the first half there, but in the second half, I think Denver settled in. That defense started to you know get after the passer a little bit, which is what I expect. The secondary started making some plays. Um, Houston, on you know, conversely, they look pretty good week one, right? I mean, they almost pulled off the upset yeah. against the Colts. Basically, I guess you could call it an upset getting the tie there. But I think they're going to struggle on the road in this game to score. I think that that Denver defense is going to kind of keep rolling here. I don't think that Houston has enough weapons to overcome that Denver defense here. I think that they end up with 13 points in this game. I think, you know, it's it's probably my, – my question with not taking Denver or the overall under is I'm still not sure what we're going to get from that Denver offense. They could light it up. I mean, they moved the ball in the second half. So, they, they, you know, it's not like we're saying, oh, this is an inept offense. But I still don't know what we're going to get there. I feel more comfortable with their defense. So I'm going to fade that Houston offense and take under 17 and a half for, for the Texas team total. Yeah, man, I like it. One of the things as I've looked into that game, and I don't I don't have a pick on that game for now other than probably tailing you because I, I like to tail your picks. But is, uh, you know, Houston doesn't have a lot of weapons. And Patrick Sertain uh, for, for Denver looks like a lockdown corner I would say and so if you have uh Brandon Cooks as like one weapon if he gets taken away I'm not sure what they have to come back with after that so um I like that toward that team total under two um because it might not be a great matchup going on the road as well so love it um uh, all right well now it's time to go to the big plus money pick of the week where are we heading this week? Yeah, so I, you know, I tried to look, and there were a few dogs that I thought were live um, that you know I toyed with, but I'm going to go a little bit different direction, a little bit unorthodox here. And again, I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend this one, but you know, people for years have said that you, you can't sustain winning football doing multi-leg parlays, teasers, that kind of a thing. But, you know, I, I got to be honest, I'll fight them on that. I, I think that you can in the right spot. And when we're searching for a plus money pick, um, I, you know, I just kind of toyed around and I looked and I said, which teams do I feel are quote unquote locks to win this week? And obviously, you know, there's no such thing as a lock. We saw for that sure. in week one. But at the end of the day, I'm looking at that Packers team and saying, is there any way coming back home against what I think is a, a still a poor Chicago team despite the win? Um, is there any way Green Bay loses that game? I don't think so. 
Um, I look at what Dallas looked like before they lost Dak. Obviously, now they're going to yeah. be with Cooper Rush there. Um, and then, you know, lastly, I, I look at my Buffalo Bills at home in a home opener mm-hmm. there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do an 8.3 team teaser, which will give you plus 110, or I'm sorry, plus 105 odds. So not a huge plus money, I understand. Um, but I think that all three of those have a very, very high chance of cashing. I think when you weigh those percentages, you could take a swing with, a, like I said, a live dog. And obviously you only have to hit one at that point. But I feel really good about those three teams coming away with a win. And where the lines are right now, you're going to get minus two with Buffalo. You're going to get minus two with Green Bay and basically minus half a point with Cincinnati. So you're under the key number on all three of those there. Again, wouldn't necessarily recommend that to anybody, but that's what I'm going to go with. I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, man, I'm with you. Um, I I think it's interesting to actually to look at teasers you have to find the right spots because obviously just teasing teams because they're big favorites is not a good look. Uh, like you said, as we saw last week, but I think if you have lots of other reasons to think that it's a good spot for a team, it does make sense to me, especially like you're doing here to tease it through those, those key numbers and get it down that low makes a ton of sense. So I love it. You said that was plus one Oh five. You got that at right. Correct. Yeah. Bobato will give yeah. you a three team, eight point teaser at plus one Oh five. Okay. Awesome. All right, so last thing here is uh, just for you to give a confidence level for each of these. You know, three is highest, one is lowest. And again, you don't have to go three, two, one, whatever you think for each one. Where are you at this week? You know, I feel pretty good about the Lions, as crazy as it sounds. I, I you know, if you asked me to, I would give you a three. I feel pretty good about okay. that. I like that. Um, you know, the, the Houston pick, those team totals, especially when they're low like that, always a little questionable. I mean, I would probably give you a two on that. And obviously okay. with the with the three uh, team teaser, I'm going to give you a one only because again, that's, that's basically a sucker bet when it's considered. So I, I think that we can't, I can't sit up here and rationally say, I feel great about that. But that being said, I do feel pretty good about it, but I'm going to go uh, with three different numbers for you. There three on the lines, two on the I like it. total one on the teaser. All right. Awesome. Looks like a good lineup to me, man. Uh, I like those picks. I like where you're coming from with them. Not surprisingly. So. Well, we'll see. Hopefully we can kind of keep uh, keep the winning streak going and hopefully week two will be as kind as week one. Yep. I hope so, too. Uh, we said it last week, but uh, the we- is the website Bet Crushers or The Bet Crushers? I just have it bookmarked, so I don't remember. Yeah, it's uh, BetCrushers.com. We'll have Bet a Crushers. couple articles out this week yep. or a few articles out this week. So you can check out our picks there and uh, feel free to tail or fade. Find us at, at the Bet Crushers on Twitter and uh, feel free to interact with us. We love to love to talk it up. Yeah, I would just I would throw in too. What I love is that you have good DFS content. Uh, you've got picks just like and if you haven't checked out the Bet Crushers before, uh, Yanni with football, JJ with baseball, like it is in depth, uh, deep understanding of these games. So absolutely go check it out if you have not done that already, uh, and you'll be glad you did. All right. Uh, yeah, of course, man. Well, hey, thanks for jumping on, and uh, I'm sure I'll be talking to you before long. Sounds good. Good luck this weekend. Thanks, you too. All right, back for week two. Kevin is back, and Kevin is the only one to sweep all three picks in week one. It's got to feel pretty good, man. Yeah, not going to happen all the time. <laughs> it's not? I I'll thought you promised that. me that you were sweeping the whole season. Is that not oh, the case? Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Nah, you can the NFL, not any sport. Shit, yeah, man. that's for sure. That's Don't for get sure. Humble man, real quick. You picked out some great spots though, man. It was it was a really good week for you overall. I know those weren't your only picks too, and it looked like it was a good week for you on the whole. 
Yeah, yeah it's pretty, been a pretty good season so far. Let's jump into these week two picks and try to keep the momentum going. All right, man. Um, oh. what, what, what do you got up first this week? Um, I'm going to start first, but same team I went with first last time. Team to the Miami Dolphins. Um, so this opened up five and a half. I immediately jumped on that, you know. Five and a half to three and a half, decent sized move. But I think this is a team that people are buying. I mean, there's there's sharp money behind this team in every win totals, all that. They're just – I love the weapons. Um, you know, I was actually re-watching the Dolphins-Pats game, and I watched a little bit of the Ravens-Jets um, game, too. But the Ravens first, they got – you know, they, they won that game, and it was never a doubt. You know, it was the Jets. Go Flacco. Yeah, yeah. But – they did get outgained by a hundred yards by the Jets and still won. Wow. You know, and, and I think a lot of it was kind of garbage time, just like, you know what I'm saying? But shot, whatever. But they and and coming into the game, they were they were a little bit banged up. And they left even more banged up. You know, they had yep. um their their left tackle, Ronnie Stanley, he's been out for like two years. He was supposed to play, didn't play. Then they bring on the backup. He's out now. And they also lost Fuller, yep. their cornerback. He tore his ACL. Huge. Pretty big loss. And, you know, they're already without Marcus Peters. And I generally like their secondary, their defense. They're, they're really good. But this is, again, this is a team that you want to have your secondary fully intact when you go against the Dolphins because I just love the weapons and I love the OC. And the one thing I think that scares me in this game is I think you can run on the Dolphins. And, you know, with Lamar, I I, I don't know what the what Dobbins' status is. I know he was, like, supposed to play last week and then he didn't. I, I checked this like morning. Yeah, I checked this morning and all I could find was still questionable. Yeah. I mean, I think – not that I don't like Drake. I think Drake's okay. It's a good pickup for them, but – with Dobbins back, and even if he comes back, you know, what percentage health-wise? Right. You know, I've seen a couple of videos of him still limping. I know he wants to play bad. And he'll be there. I mean, I like Dobbins. I've got him on a lot of my teams, best ball and everything. But I don't know. I, I think right now, as the line sits, it's three and a half, um, maybe some juice. I, I don't – I think there's a spot that has three. But you can get three and a half right now for sure. So that'll be the play right there, Miami, plus three and a half. And yep. I'm pretty actually, certain that game's going to close three. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And actually, I got – because I'm checking these when we record to get the yeah. lines, you know, when we're recording. And there's still a plus three and a half, minus 108 out there. So actually okay. a little – not okay. quite all the juice. So we'll, we'll go with that one. Take that. Uh, hey, we don't want to give the juice to none of these bookmakers. That's right. That's right. And I will say, like, this is this is a spot that especially the injuries in the Ravens secondary are what got me to jump on this spot as well. I think if the Ravens were full strength at home, I'd be more hesitant. But I think the way they're banged up uh, is doesn't bode well against this offense specifically. So I like it. Yeah. One more thing. I think the Dolphins, too, they're as far as their secondary goes. They got one good corner, and the other guys are kind of so-so. But if you look at the Ravens receivers, yeah, Duvernay had a good game. But I think it's Bateman. Bateman, yep. It's kind of their guy. And then after that, you know, Mark Andrews is good. But 
I think I think you want to have multiple receivers to beat this team and run yep. the ball. I'll take I like it, man. That's what I like too. Like you get into these matchups, and it definitely it definitely really matters uh, how how specific teams match up. So right. I like it, man. All right, well let's uh, let's go to pick two. What's the second one this week? Pick two. We'll go with a team that I was actually going to give last week, but they didn't quite make the card. That's the New York Giants. Okay. Going against Carolina. Um, well, I watched both of those games, too. Carolina, I mean, Baker, I just – I don't really know how good he is. Like, my big thing with these – when these guys get scouted out of high school, like your, your Kyler Marys, your Baker Mayfield, even your Jalen Hurts, really. You come and you play for this Big 12 team. You got Lincoln Riley. And everything is just just there. Like, guys are just running wide open. So, like, you don't – it's not a pro-style offense at all. And so far since he's been in the league, I mean, what has he really proved? I think out of all three of those guys, maybe you could say Baker's the best. I don't know. Some people say Kyler. But he doesn't scare me at all. And – DJ Moore, it's a solid, it's a solid one, you know. Anderson's kind of a boomer bus guy, and then you had to bring in Lavisca Chanel as your number three, who couldn't even make the Jaguars starting three, and and because Terrace Marshall, the guy that they drafted at LSU, was supposed to be, you know, their guy, and he's paying out to be nothing, which I was actually kind of surprised about. But and from the other end of the the ball, I think Saquon's going to be able to do his thing against this team. I mean, Chubb, Brand, I mean, they did, the Browns didn't have their quarter, their quarterback, obviously, you know that. And Kareem Hunt, Chubb, couldn't stop, you know. And Saquon, to me, is the best running back in the NFL. I think the reason why he hasn't been so good is because of the offensive line. And I think when you hear the term, like, running backs don't matter, it's more nuanced than that. It's kind of like it's a – it's offensive line plus running back, and that equals your run game. Yeah. So if you have a good running back, but you don't have a good offensive line, it doesn't matter. And if you can have a good offensive line and not a good running back. But I think this year they're better than they were before. Now, granted, I was sweating the Giants when they were down 13 nothing at half. <laughs> but I just kind of felt like they were – I think the Titans are frauds. I think the Giants are a little bit better than people think. I don't think they're – I don't think they're going to make a push or anything. Another weird thing I looked at was Kadarius Tony, their first-round draft pick. Um, didn't really play. He, I mean, he was banged up all season, banged up. We're all off season, banged up last season. He had, like, one play. It was end around for, like, 25 yards and then just went on the bench. And they had Wondell Robinson, their other draft pick. He got hurt. The kid from the uh, – the top – Use them, but they didn't. But what Dayball said was that they just—he's got to get more reps. He wasn't there all off season, so he'll yeah. be back. So, and then Wandell is day to day, so you could potentially get both of those guys back. And Dayball, we saw what we could do at Buffalo. I think he's a great OC. Yeah, and, you know, I, I got respect for Matt Rule, but I don't know. It might be more of a college. Than yeah, I was gonna say I don't I don't know how much respect I have for him as an NFL head yeah, coach. Yeah, like like he, he was a Temple guy, like and I you know I'm real close to Temple, and he really yeah. did turn that program. Man, you can see how bad they are now. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're laying like fucking – they're like plus 17 and a half to Rutgers. Yep, you know? they are. And, and they're terrible. Like, yeah, I couldn't take them. Yeah. But, you know, he was there. He did good at Baylor, but I don't know. Some people aren't yeah. cut out for the NFL. Yep. No, and I like what you're saying about Saquon, too. It was interesting to see the Giants really lean on him again. And you have to remember, this is a guy who was going first in every fantasy football draft. I was paying a shit ton of money for him in my auction drafts not too long ago. And I think what you said about the offensive line and then injuries, you know, I mean, um, it's a couple it's a couple down years because of these things. And we kind of forget maybe how good he can be, or maybe it's like McCaffrey. People are like, yeah, he can be great, but he's just going to get hurt or whatever. But I'm with you, man. Like if, if Saquon's healthy and if that offensive line is anywhere decent, he's a force. Yeah, um, I mean, so as an NFL running back, you're a favorite to get hurt in any given season. Absolutely. Like yep. Christian McCaffrey played three straight years, not getting hurt at all. And in the last two years. Okay. So like, he's not no more likely to get hurt than Derrick Henry. Or anybody else. It's just random. But like you said, people, they have short-term memories. They remember what happened to him last season. You drafted him for your team. You got hurt. He's going to get hurt again. Like, no. You and can't. now you're mad. That's yeah, right. Like, That's I, right. I mean, I, I love McCaffrey. I love, you know. I don't know why they didn't get McCaffrey the ball. Yeah. It was kind of. Kind of strange. I have I have him in one of my main fantasy leagues, so hopefully they do this week. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so that was well, hey, that that's good, man. Let's move on to uh, the plus money pick for this week. What are you going with? Let me go with the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints. I think what can you get? Look, you look at that like plus one forty five, one forty plus, plus one thirty is what I'm seeing now. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Yeah. It's come down, right. but still take it. Yep. They'll take it. Um, I'm not a big trends guy by any means, right? But I think if, if there is something that's happening and it's happening over and over again, you have to look for, well, what is the reason this is happening? And I think with the Saints and the Bucks, it's as simple as just familiarity. You're familiar with this poem and you play them twice a year. You know what they do. You match up good against them. And they do. I mean, Lattimore kind of has Evans' numbers. I mean, the last so the last two years they swept them both years in the regular season. Yeah. Now the one time Tampa did get them was in the playoffs. But when you dig into the box score, they won by ten. They won the turnover battle by four. Saints turned the ball over four times to Tampa's zero. I don't wow. care who you are if it's the Jags. And the Bills, if the if the Bills turn it over four times and the Jags zero, Jags are going to win, should win that game. Yeah. I mean, it's usually like if you win it by two, you win 80% of the time. Yeah. There's a lot of variance in the sport as well. But so I just truly think that they do have their number. I think they started out very slow against the Falcons offensively. And they kind of picked it up at the end. Um on the Buck side, lose Godwin. It's kind of big to have him back. Now he's gone. So, yep. but Lattimore on Evans. And then I think Julio would be kind of the X factor in this game if the Bucks are going to win. But relying on him is like, I wouldn't be surprised if he popped up on the injury report That's, Thursday. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. You know, he, like, he's a good piece, but you, you want Godwin and Evans there and then just Julio, just anything extra. 
That's right. You know what I'm saying? And, yep. and I still think he's good. I still think he's got it, but just not someone you want to rely on like that. And then the, the big mismatch when, when the Saints are on offense is Devin White cannot cover, cannot cover as a linebacker. So you want to get Kamara matched up against him. You want to get Johnson, Juwan Johnson, tight end matched, matched up against him. Dallas, I was kind of thinking they would do that with Pollard, but they're incompetent. And, like, I wouldn't take anything away from the Bucks' defense against Dallas. Like, they're – you're selling Dallas stock, even before the Dak injury. Like, For they sure. were – took their win total under. You lose Cooper. Lamb's kind of better as a two. Now he's got to be the one. Gallup's out. You know, Tolbert was the kind of guy I liked that they drafted. He didn't even play. Like, I think Parsons is your bright spot. That dude's a free. But – yeah. You know, you kind of shut them down every time they got near, settled for field goals, you know. Yep. So. Awesome, man. So, hey, the last thing um, is just the confidence rating for each pick. Three being the highest confidence, um, and you can make them all threes if you want, but right. uh, one is lowest confidence. What do you think for the, your picks this week? I think we'll go three for the straight-up plays, probably two for the money line. Awesome, man. Sounds good to me. Alrighty. Hey, uh, it's been fun. Thanks for coming on again. Uh, we'll keep seeing you this year. I think you're, you're, you agreed to be on every week. So hey, I'm glad uh, football's back, man. It was a we'll great keep week. Keep it rolling. Fun. Absolutely. Keep it going. That's right. All right. Thanks, man. Have a good night and we'll talk soon. All right, man. As always, excited to have my friend Phil Nasons back. Uh, two and one last week. And who can blame you for the one, man? You were not the only sharp guy who was thinking that the Cowboys would be better than the the trash pile they ended up being. Uh, any thoughts about last week? You know what? That's the only game. I, I think I was right about the Buccaneers offense and Tom Brady. We didn't know that Dak Prescott was probably hurt before that game. And it it is what it is. It's first week of the season. You and you still went. And you but, still went two and one, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I went. In full disclosure, though, I ended up three and three. Actually, three okay. and two. But after the podcast, after we did this show, because my number wasn't on there, I played the money line, Dallas. And uh, then when it went to two or whatever, then I stuck it to two. Yeah. So I got double bapped for being okay. honest. Yeah. Well, and that's the good thing about you. I mean, we talked about this last week, but last thing you're ever going to do is not be honest, no matter what the record is, right? So right. never no, have I don't, to worry about that with you. No, I'm not owning all my – I don't really have that many losses at covers, but that stuff never goes away. And right. I have bet stamp. And it's clearly in my uh, bio at Twitter at Cash with Flash. You can click that link. It, it, it's pretty obvious where that link is yep. and you go straight there and you can see whatever i do yeah as far as content providing or on shows um i don't sell picks so basically that's it and i'm looking forward to this yep. week more than last week awesome well let's uh let's jump into it then man what are you starting out with this week well i'm going to start out with now we're doing the confidence plays right so yeah just every play Every play can have a three, two, or one. You know, you don't have to rank them or anything, but yep. Okay, well, these are all threes. All right. You're confident. I like it. Well, I would never come on a show if I weren't. All right. Um, 
I mean, that's only foolishness. If you tell me it's a one play, what are you doing with it? Go find a two or a three. Come on. <laughs> anyway, I'm going with the Steelers on the money line. That's my favorite play of the day. Okay. I like the Pittsburgh Steelers a lot. I like them even more as a home dog since 2007 when Mike Tomlin took over. They are 13-7 and seven straight up as home dogs. I like that. Um, Mac Jones has issues with his back. Hoyer's not that guy. Hoyer's a great backup, a very exciting guy. But I don't think he's going to have a lot of fun against the Steelers' defense. Even though Watt's out, that's still a pretty decent defense. You know, folks talk about how much they got gashed. But they played against Joe Burrow, for goodness sakes. They're supposed to get gashed. Joe Burrow ain't playing this week. Yeah. And and the bottom line is, is I always believe in in guys like Tomlin. Um, He gets the most out of his players. Mitch Trubisky, he was a star, a winning starting quarterback in Chicago. A winning starting quarterback. Then he ended up sitting on the bench behind uh, Allen for a couple years in Buffalo, but he looked pretty decent. You know, and I think he has more weapons. Playing at home at Heinz Field, uh, yeah, I, I have to go with the Steelers here. All right, man. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see the defense without Watt. Man, that that guy is a force. And it's even though I'm not a Steelers fan, it's a bummer to see him get hurt just because he is amazing to watch, you know? Uh, I know. But like you said, it's not like he's their whole defense. But uh, it, it is a bummer to have him out. Well, he still is a big part of it. But, you know, the funny thing is, is Mike Tomlin has dragged more bad teams than the, to the playoffs than anybody true. else. Yeah, And this is a big game, true. you know? And, and I know Najee Harris is on the list, but uh, he'll play. And yeah. I, I suspect Sounds that Trubisky is going to pick on this secondary of the Chiefs. Or Chiefs, I'm sorry, the Patriots. But mostly, though, I don't trust Mac Jones. And, you know, they've scored 14 points over their last two regular – or con, right, I'm mm. sorry, 14 points over the last two games. That mattered. Yeah. And, and that's not good. And Jones has thrown a bunch it's of interceptions not. now. Remember how he started last year? Hardly any interceptions. Everyone was talking about him, blah, blah, blah. Over his last five games, he's thrown five picks. You, you can't do that against Pittsburgh on the road, man. You just can't. And, yeah. and I'm going with Pittsburgh. That's my that's right. my favorite play of the three three-pointer plays. All right. I love it. Start out start out with the strongest. And I, um, I've been telling everybody, like, uh, these get recorded over the course of a day. I'm looking at the lines when we record, and I've got plus 104 uh, for Pittsburgh on the money line. Uh, that's okay. That's fine. Anything that you can yep. get at plus money or even money yep. is probably a very good play for this game. I, mean, I like it. Yeah. I, All right. Let's go to number two, man. What's the second pick up this week? Okay, I'm going to take a – this is a total Okay. the Arizona game. I'm going to go under 51 and a half. All right. That's the number I have this morning. Yep. Tell me about it. What do you like there? Well, Kyler Murray doesn't look like he did when he first started, does he? He's playing He's playing all that PlayStation, right? Or whatever he's doing. <laughs> what, he, what he's not doing is throwing the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. That's what he's not. Doing. That's for sure. Yeah, right. I mean, I know he has a little hook up there with Brown now, right? Mark, what is it? Marquise Brown is it? Yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood Brown, who didn't do a whole lot where he was. Murray, uh, no thanks, man. I, I don't care for that team now. I, I thought that they were going to win the Super Bowl two years ago. I really did. I, I thought that they were good, but 
And if Murray's not going to play football, I don't know. Maybe he should have stuck to baseball. You know, I don't know. I mean, you start a lot of trouble with the fans in the offseason, and then you come out opening night at home and don't back it up. I think that's going to weigh heavily on his mind, that and the fact that that Las Vegas Raiders crowd is going to be nuts. Yeah, that they are. Kid. And, and yeah. I like what Derek Carr brings to the table. I love what Devon, or Devontae Adams brings to the table. And that makes Renfro a lot better, too. I mean, you saw Renfro get open a lot more than he ever has. That's because they're not double-teaming him anymore. And, and that's a big thing. Carr's been maligned his whole career. They say he doesn't get, have he doesn't have it. Oh, I think he has it. I, I think the most important thing he has is loyalty. And I think that he's a leader, and I think his teammates recognize that he's a leader. You know, this year they don't have the distractions so far that they've had last year. I think playing at home is going to give them a, a burst, if you will. They had a tough one against the Chargers. They have nothing to be ashamed of in that game. It's opening night. You know, you got 16 more to go. But at the end of the day, I think that the defenses here are much better than the offenses. Okay. I don't think that these offenses have gelled yet. I don't think Arizona is going to. Um, I like what Connor brought to the table. But at the end of the day, it's not going to be enough to push this game over the total. And I just think Oakland – I'm sorry, Oakland. I always they, call them. We Oakland. know what you mean. We know what you mean. <laughs> but they are the under is four and zero as a favorite. Interesting. And, five, and under is four and zero in their last four as a favorite, and five and one in their last six. I think that the Raiders' defense is solid. I think Murray's going to have trouble on the road. They're going to hoot on him hard there, and I, I think he seems to be a little sensitive to you, if you ask me. Yeah, And I think the rabbit ears are going to get him. I think the defense has come through, and I think that this stays under the total. I like it, Phil. Um, I've, I've been looking at this game. and I, So, I mean, I got in on the, the Raiders early, which a number of other people did. That line's moved way up. But uh, just been looking at what else to do because I just agree with you. I, I am not – I think the I, I try not to overreact after one week uh, to things. The Cardinals are one team that I'm definitely – pretty concerned for though so all right well i like that one man uh what is the third th three confidence pick of the week here for you uh the carolina panthers getting points on the road against the giants you want to talk about overreaction monday tell me the giants aren't that good man yeah i think that i i think they're more lucky than good tennessee just looked flat you know, I just don't see it. I, I'm sorry, Giants fans. Lifelong Jet fan here. Um, <laughs> the Giants, uh, no, I'm not buying any of the things that they're selling. You know, Barkley had a nice ball game. That's good for he him. Did. Good for he him. Did. Let's see him do it again. We'll see if he can see, do it again. Yeah. Since he got hurt, what has he done? Since well, I he think got that's major the issue, injury, right? Yeah. That's the issue is like, can he come back from the injury strong or not? Um, I think that's that's a big question. He gashed him last week. Yep. He might gash Carolina. But Carolina's going to score with them. The second half of that game, that Browns game, that was awesome. I was really happy that they covered and won on the extra last second field goal so I could hit my dog for last Yeah, game. that's right. <laughs> you know, they were way ahead in the game. 
And the funny thing about Baker Mayfield is, is I think he's mostly just balls and bravado, if you will. Hootspah, as they call it. But at the end of the day, he sometimes delivers. And I think that they found something there in the second half. McCaffrey didn't do anything last week. What did he get, 10 rushing yards? Don't I Looked. know it, man. He's on my fantasy team. and uh, uh, I tried to yeah. warn you. Be yeah, careful. That was, that was you rough. know, when you only play 10 games over two seasons and you're a number one draft choice in a fantasy as a running back, that's a tough one. Good luck with that. I hope it works Thanks. out for you. Really, I hope I, it does too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew the it. risk going in. I was willing to take it. So I don't touch any of those guys. Never. Yeah. I, when I played fantasy football, I didn't this year because I, I have too much going on, really. Yeah. And sitting for that draft, that ain't happening, man. I can't be laying in the breath and laying in bed with my foot in the air, drafting fantasy teams. It don't work like that for me. I need to pace. I need to be like Kevin Costner in that movie he did, Draft Day. I need to be him that day. And if I can't be him that day, then I can't be anyone that out. day. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but honestly, McCaffrey, look for him to do a little more this week, maybe. Um, I think they're good. They have to find ways to use him early. Look for screen passes. Baker's not bad at that. You know, anytime Baker's in the pocket, he's probably going to get the ball batted. But when he's moving a little bit left or right, he has a better opportunity, I think. Mostly, though, you got to see McCaffrey go at it. Now, Carolina's five and two against the spread over their last seven road games against a team with a winning record. And the Giants are 0-4 in their last four against the spread versus the NFC. I think the real Giants will show up Sunday. I think Carolina, I don't think much of. But when you got two bad teams and you know that Baker might wake up feeling dangerous, you just never know with Baker. Yeah. But the best thing about Baker Mayfield not being in Cleveland, though, and there are many reasons, is like when I watch the Cleveland Browns telecast, I don't see any more progressive commercials. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's true. No, no more guy. progressive for Baker. So No, but to recap, we got the Steelers on the money line at plus money. Um, I punched yep. my ticket at plus 112. I apparently okay. hear it's now 104, whatever. It's okay. You know, like you said, yeah. plus money. Plus money is plus money. I, I would have played Carolina plus money too, but I already have one plus money. That's enough. Um. Arizona under 51 and a half. Yep. Minus 105 too. I will. Yeah. Say. I'm sorry. That's right uh, Las Vegas under 51 and a half. Let's be technical here. I'm yep. starting to sound like them kids on gambling Twitter. Okay. And <laughs> Carolina plus two and a half. I think it's really plus two, but uh, I'll lay the extra half to the, it. I don't usually do that, but I'm going to this week. So there's okay. my picks tasty. Yeah. Let me, uh, Hey, I, I do want to just, a couple things that came to mind before we close it out here. One is I think, um, I think fairly highly of Cleveland's defense. Uh, so I was just going to make that point too, about Carolina is, is the defense they'll face this, this week is weaker uh, as much. well. Yeah. But, much. But, and the other thing is, um, you know, for people, when you're listening to this show, check and see how the line moves. If it would ever go to Carolina plus three, because right now plus two and a half is plus 100. Um, so that indicates the possibility. I, I mean, that move to three is a big one, so it may not happen. But, hey, check it out. See if it happens, if, if you like that side. So It was like the Monday night football game. That was funny. I had Seattle and the yeah. points. You know, when here, I'm going to give you a pro tip. 
I know a lot of handicappers didn't don't understand this, but this is important. That game moved two and a half points towards Seattle. Two and a half points. Yeah. And they're supposed to be awful. Why did that happen? You know, that should have made that should have been the very first indication that maybe that top play of yours wasn't the top play after all. Yeah. And maybe those betting markets are more important than you think they are. I mean, They're a half point important. here and there, okay. Yep. But two and a half points? Tasty! Got to pay attention, right? Well, you know what? You sink or swim with a lot of these guys. Mostly you sink. But on this show, you do it all right. I think hey, we, we started out all right, man. So hopefully we'll keep it going this week. I'm so, pretty sure yep. we will. Thanks for letting me be here again. Man. Hey, it's always great to see you. Thanks for coming on, and I'll look forward to talking to you next week. Oh, me too. Sounds good. Hey, good luck, everyone. All right, next up, I got D back on with me. Um, my friend, glad to have you back on. Uh, thanks Tasty, for coming what's going back on, for week two, you know. Uh, not too much, man. Um, you and I both went one and two last week, although I feel like looking back, one of yours that, that didn't hit was that over for the Colts and the Texans. That had five quarters to hit and didn't hit? Yeah, yeah, well, that, that's fair. <laughs> but if you told me the Texans were going to hit 20 points, I would have been like, oh, that overs money, you know? So I feel like that was, yeah. that was just one of those rough NFL things that happen sometimes. It's just those, those rough spots. The Colts, I think remind us in week one, each and every year that you just can't trust them. And Frank Reich now, Oh, and five in week ones and like decent oh. offenses overall. Yeah. And one of my three picks might be going back to one of their games. I'm just a glutton for punishment. But, yeah, like, had you told me that the Texans would score 20 points, we get five quarters in that game. Yeah. <laughs> that the over wouldn't hit. I'd be like, oh, what? what? I know. Same. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know how that happened. I guess it was a 2020 tie. Yeah, it was a 2020 I, tie. Because so. that's what everybody plans on, right? It's a 2020 <laughs> yeah. tie. Great. Thank you. Uh, Thank well, you, Indianapolis. You, I mean, we talk about this stuff in gambling all the time, but this is just like it's part of the deal, right? Is sometimes the bounces don't go the right <laughs> way, and that's that's just the way it goes. So That's just the way it is. But, Put up a bunch of yards, first downs. That's the way it is. Here we yeah. are week two. Week two. Yeah, man. So let's uh, let's dive into it. What's – What's your first pick you're going with this week? First pick I'm going to go in on might be a square pick at this point, but I've got Raiders Cardinals over 51 and a half. We probably missed the best of numbers at this point, but I could see this going, you know, not touching 60, but mid to high fifties Raiders minus two and a half that we had on your show on Sunday got smoked by. The oh way. my God. So like if that was still there, that would be smoked. a yep. smoke. It's now up at what six. Uh, apparently yep. a sharp group came in on Monday, smoked it. Yeah, um, but I like the Raiders here in this spot at home. Devontae at home. They hung in that game against the Chargers. I can't say that they looked great overall. Car I think had three picks, but back home, I'm not really impressed by this Cardinals defense. I don't think anybody is, and I think the Cardinals defense, if it's not worse in the league, it's bottom two to three. So I think that this is going to be a recurring theme that the Cardinals just struggle. I don't think that their offense will struggle as much as they did last week. They're adjusting without Hopkins. They'll get Marquise Brown, hopefully a little bit more involved. Kyler, I don't know if there was a video game release last week. He looked okay. Maybe he'll look better this week. Although he's in Vegas, I feel like there's plenty of distractions there. <laughs> Lots to do. <laughs> um, but, like, I could see Adams going for another 141 yards. I mean, he had 141 yards against the Chargers 
we know that we're not impressed by the Cardinals defense either. So like, I think he's going to get his, I know it's not a prop show, but take a look at his prop line. I mean, if that's anything below, yeah. like if it, it, so like, if you're a book, you set that at what? 99.5 or something like he's, <laughs> he's going to score over that. And I think that Cardinals three for 12 on third down last week. Let's see them improve a little bit upon that. Cliff and his time. I know that we don't love Cliff as a coach. If you hear my cat in the background, that's my cat just meowing. Welcome, um, cat. <laughs> yeah, um, I've got my coffee and my cat here this morning. So, money. Yeah, right. Um, so Cliff in the early going um, in his career has been decent in the early part of the season. He's been decent in road spots. Also, can't say the same about last week. But let's see them adjust without Hopkins. Let's see them get in, you know twenty four points. I could easily see this being thirty four twenty four. Give me the over 51 right. and a half. I like it. And right now you can get minus one Oh seven uh, as of when we're recording uh, on that over too. Um, a couple of things that I think about the, I've, I've thought this with Carr and with burrow as well. Like you look at some of these and I'm not saying Carr and burrow are on the same plane. Like I think burrow certainly is, is better, but both guys who threw a ton of interceptions in the first week who probably aren't going to do that on a week to week basis. So I think when you bring up Carr, like, I just don't look for him to continue to do that week to week. And the Raiders have a lot of, a lot of weapons. So totally um, agree. It's pretty crazy. Um, I heard a stat last week that there were 10 quarterbacks listed with plus odds to throw a pick in week one and seven of the 10 hit. Wow. So, so a lot of interceptions in week one. I wonder if it has to do with not having as much action in the preseason. That could be something also that it takes these so teams too. a little bit of time to gel, especially yep. those teams that didn't really play many of their starters. And I think the Raiders were one of those teams that didn't do a lot in the preseason. So yep. let's get them on track. And I could see them. Like if you told me that the Raiders put up 34, 41 points this game, I wouldn't be shocked. This Cardinals D sucks. Dude. Right. Totally. All right, man. Well, that's number one. What's, what's the second pick for this week? Let's go back to being a glutton for punishment. And we're going to go back to a Colts game. Okay. Okay. Colts and Jaguars, it's actually going to be my plus money play of the week. Okay. I was between a bunch of plus monies. Last week I had Dallas, which flopped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, their season's over, and that's great for our under-win total bets that me, you, and, and yep. like, uh, so then JJ um, and Yanni have. But at this point, it's like, okay, so Dallas money line did hit. We're going to go Jags-Colts. All over 47 and a half. It was plus 106 last night. You can even play it up to like 49, 51's a key. You get plus 115, I think, at DraftKings at 49. The bottom line here is that what we started here, I'm at the top with Colts. They moved the ball last week, 517 total yards, 33 first downs. They weren't good in the red zone, so they need to improve upon that. Matt Ryan, his passing grade wasn't great. Week one, again, not a lot of preseason. I think he'll continue to Joe. He's got Pittman, look great. Taylor, Taylor ran for 160 yards, okay? Like, I think that the Jaguars' D, maybe it's an uptick from the Texans, but I'm not sold on the Jaguars who gave up four touchdowns to our buddy Carson Wentz, Tasty. Yeah, that's a bad, <laughs> that's a bad look, man. It's probably a bad look. Bad um, look. I do, yeah, I do think that the Jaguars could be one of those frisky teams like the Lions this year, but they're going to give up their points. They didn't grade out well last week in terms of pass rush coverage. I mean, it's all what we expected, I think. So I think that the Colts, if they don't put up 517 yards this week, they'll put up a 420, 450 spot, convert a little bit more. I think that 
regresses to the mean in a positive way. Flip side, Jaguars, they put up 6.2 yards per play last week. I know they're playing, is it called the Commanders now, football team? The team in Washington, right? That team. That team, 22 points, 6.2 yards per play, a decent yards per play, but they have some weapons. I mean, they have Zay Jones, they have Christian Kirk that they paid a lot of money, right? Yep. Marvin Jones and the Colts defense, I think we expect them to be middle of the pack. But I think as the Colts go down to Jacksonville, which we're still trying to figure out why they don't perform in Jacksonville, right? Yep. I think that we're going to get our points. And I think that this could easily be a game where if it's 28-24 late, I say, okay, that makes perfect sense. It's about on the spread. I think the spread is four. So give yep. me that over 47 and a half alt and let's yep. make it happen. All right. Awesome. Yeah. And I got that. I was just looking at, what did you say you got it at? I got over 47 and a half at plus 106. Yep. Perfect. That's what it's at right now when I was looking. So, okay. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I, I like what you're saying there. I think um, it's actually, actually an interesting thing to look at some of these teams that uh, performed well offensively, but then just had some really stupid things go wrong that depress their point totals. Like, I just we don't need to talk about it a lot, but Denver's another no. one where it's like you fumbled twice yes. inside the five. Yeah, I had mean, so many long drives. I think they had like yeah. five drives inside the 30 and they converted like three points on those drives. <laughs> totally. And yeah, yeah. Some growing pains, new coach kicking his 64 yard field goal, maybe not knowing that he is the Ross, clock but again, 64 yard. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, so let's run down the clock to yeah. not go for it. So totally growing All right. pains, I think, in week one. Yep, for sure. All right, man, what's the what's the third pick this week? Third pick as I'm sipping my coffee. I was debating which angle to play here, but it's Green Bay. And I was thinking about the team total over. I was thinking about laying the, the eight and a half, nine. It's up to ten now. I said, okay, ten's a little bit too much. I did Green Bay first half minus five. I got that at DraftKings. Like That's it. probably going to keep on ticking up, shopping around. There were four and a halves out there. I think they're gone. I think we saw this again, not to harp on it too much, but week one last year, Packers and the Rodgers looked bad. And Rodgers in those spots where he's down early, he almost kind of mails it in, if you've noticed. He's like, you know what? We're off to next week. He got crushed. Was it week one? Was it in New Orleans? Or it was in Jacksonville, I oh, think, against New Orleans last I, week because they got yeah, yeah. because of a haircut, right? Yeah. Okay. Mailed it in. He's had a couple spots in San Fran, probably because his family hates him and they live out there. But he, he had a game in San Fran or two that he just mailed it in. He's like, all right, it's 33-7, mailed it in. I think that's what happened. Give them another week to gel. They don't have Devontae, but they've got options. I'm not saying they're great options. You've got Sammy Watkins. Lazard didn't play last week, right? I don't know right. his exact he did not. status. Okay. Hopefully he He's comes back. He's questionable right now. Like, uh, home opener, primetime game. We'll have another you know day or six hours to try to get it right. I think they bounce back in the spot. We saw it last year where the Packers lost, and then I think they hung like a 45 spot on the Lions. So I think they come out hot. If you told me it was 24 to 7 at halftime, makes sense. I haven't even talked about the Bears yet, but don't get false hope. I'm sure that Chicago fans are thrilled, but don't get too much false hope over that monsoon win. I mean, Justin Fields, still down on him. Still don't think he's good. That wide receiver room sucks. Field expected completion percentage was like 21 percentage points higher than what it was last week. Again, it was a monsoon, so you can't read too much into it. But I don't believe in him at all. This could easily be, you know, 24-7 at halftime, 31-14 as the Packers just kind of drift into a win at home. 
I lead the five first half days. Yeah. So, and I will say uh, for people watching or listening, if you like it, go grab it. Cause it's five and a half is the best you can find out there at the moment. But oh, I was okay. Saying, okay. But here's the thing I will I mean, I don't know about you, but for me that like, I don't care about the number five in a first half. Uh, like if I think somebody's winning by five, I think they're winning by six or seven. And I actually, when you said this pick, it's not something I thought about. I love it. Um, yeah. Like, I think that's a great spot for Green Bay to come out and put the hammer down in the first half, like you said, and maybe they coast a little to the win. But, man, I, I like that spot a lot. I'm probably going to be jumping in on that one with you. So Love it. Um, I love to have you on the same side there. Let's hope for, you know, a coasting win, and then they get to one and one. That underperformance, hopefully that's a thing of the past. I'm not a huge Packers fan. Spent a couple years up there. Love their people and their fans. They don't really like Aaron Rodgers, but let's get – Rodgers to get us 24, 28 points early, and then boom. Yeah. I like it. All right, man. So last thing is uh, for, for the picks, your confidence level. Uh, oh, you know, the three, yeah. two, or one for each of the picks. Where are you at this week? Totally forgot about that. So Packers for the first half is a three. Okay. Play it up to like six. If it's at minus six, because you said it's at five and a half now, six yeah. is getting a little bit kind of dicey i do expect them you know to cover 10 in the first half but six i mean if it's 20 to 14 if fields runs for or if there's like a big play you don't really want to get involved with that um so three points packers we're going to do two points for raiders and cardinals that over 51 and a half i'd love it to be 51 if it was at 51 uh, even i'd say okay yeah sure three but that, okay. that's a key number okay. and then we'll do two for jags and colts on the okay. alt over I like. I it. really think the Colts get us there this week. I love it. I love the confidence, man. It's love great. it, man. It's early. Yeah. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. All right, man. Well, hey, thanks for thanks for jumping in, and uh, we'll talk to you Anytime. talk to you soon. Anytime. Appreciate it, Tasty. All right, I'm back to wrap things up here with my picks for the week. And man, I hope you've enjoyed listening to these other guys as I talk with them. There's a lot of great information, things to think about, whether you tail a long fade. There's even a couple picks where people are on opposite sides this week, but that's part of the fun of this and doing it in this format is you get to hear where people come down and why, and then try to pick your spots along with us. So I am going to start off my picks in Pittsburgh taking New England and Pittsburgh under 40 and a half and minus 107. Obviously, you would like to get this at um, 41, but I don't really trust either one of these offenses. I actually, the reason I ended up on this play is I was going back and forth thinking about playing Pittsburgh team total under and New England team total under. And then I'd get a little scared off of Pittsburgh's team total because of the offensive weapons that they have. And it's like, man, maybe Trubisky can put a game together and they end up doing all right. And uh, New England, I honestly, the thing, only thing that scares me out there is it's New England. I mean, Mac Jones is now dealing with an injury. They have pretty much zero offensive weapons. And I think both of these defenses are decent, at least. Obviously, TJ Watt being out isn't helpful for the Steelers, but I think that defense is still solid. And especially playing at home, that was another thing is I think I might have gone Pittsburgh's team total under if this game was in New England, with, but with it being at home, didn't want to go that way. So I ended up saying, hey, what the hell? Let's put both of them together and let's take the game under. I really only need one of these two teams to really perform very poorly on offense, or they can both choose to do that if they want. So New England, Pittsburgh, under 40 and a half. 
minus 107. My second bet, I'm going back to the well. <laughs> Last week, got the Jets team total under 18 and a half, and certainly you love getting it at that. But for me, as long as they're playing a decent defense and that total is 17 or more, I, I'm going to look to probably keep playing these unders on Jets teams totals. team totals. We may not get that forever. So this week, I got under 17 at minus 112. A little bit of juice. To stick with that 17, I do have some respect for Cleveland's defense. And so I think that this is going to be a spot playing in Cleveland that could be pretty difficult for the Jets. Tough sledding on the offensive side of the ball. They may be able to, um, I don't know, we'll see how they do against Cleveland's offense. It was a spot where I considered just taking Cleveland on the spread. But overall, I trust Cleveland's defense and I Trust the Jets offense to be bad <laughs> more than the game as a whole. So I'm going Jets team total under 17 minus 112. And then I was looking all over for plus money plays, wanted to get into some kind of fun derivative or whatever. And, and I'll hopefully get there in the future, find something that I like, but I also don't want to force things. And so what I ended up doing is I put together a three team teaser. I know that uh, others in the show have, have done something similar and you got to be Careful with these, I suppose, but I just really like all three of these spots. So first first leg is Green Bay. Uh, we've already talked about it with other people, but I just, I would be baffled if they lost to Chicago. Second leg is Denver. If you go back and watch that game, and granted it was Seattle, who we don't expect to be very good, but they, the two fumbles inside the five, I mean, the the poor clock management and then the long field goal at the end of the game, I think Denver's going to score a lot more being at home and getting rid of some of those mistakes. Houston coming on the road to Denver, I think, is a tough spot for them. I think Cooks gets covered up by Sertain, and I don't think they have much else on offense. So I really like um, hearkening back, but Yanni uh, on the Texans team total under, I really like that too. But because I think that Denver's offense performs better and Houston's offense will struggle, but I definitely don't want to take 10 points, uh, lay 10 points. That's too much. So Denver's the second leg for me. Pittsburgh is the last leg. I just talked about this game and how I feel like it could end up being pretty close. I think it's not high scoring. And in a low scoring game, those points become even more important. So Pittsburgh at home is the last leg of that teaser for me. So that gets Green Bay. It's a seven, seven point teaser is what I did. Green Bay to minus two and a half, Denver to minus three, and Pittsburgh to plus eight and a half. And that comes out to plus 130 on DraftKings. In terms of confidence on these picks, I'm going to go uh, confidence level three for New England and Pittsburgh under 40 and a half. I'm going to go confidence level three for that Jets team total under 17. And I'm going to go confidence level two on the teaser. Maybe I'll be a fool for doing it on a teaser, but I just I feel really good about all three of those spots this week. So I'm going to go with confidence level two there. That wraps it up for week two of NFL Best Bets. Hopefully you found some good spots to tail or even heard some things that you thought, man, I don't really agree with that, so I'm going to fade. We'll keep coming at you every week with this show, and hopefully in the future we'll have some other guest cappers coming on as well. Uh, again, please do like the video, subscribe if you're listening to the podcast. would love if you'd leave a review, especially if it's a five-star review. All that stuff is greatly appreciated. Um, would love to, to hear what your best bets are for the week in the comments as well. Leave those so we can interact with that too. Have a great week and hopefully it is a good one for you in the NFL.